0: Not like those seventies we just had. It's coming back. I assure you. It's coming. The weekend looks fantastic, actually. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. We'll get a, a weekend outlook coming up on tomorrow's program, as we do every Friday, as we will do every Thursday moving forward. Joel Brennan, president of the Greater Milwaukee Committee, joining us in studio. Civic organization, their mission to contribute to the cultural and economic base of Milwaukee, pushing Milwaukee forward. Joel's had an incredible background, and he joins us in studio today. Looking sharp and dapper in your sport, Coach. Oh, I, I got I got other stuff, dude. I dress up for you, but I got other stuff I got to do today, too. Well, so. we appreciate that. So Jessica and I were talking uh, in the news about Potawatomi and their sports book. So now we have a grand opening date of May 3rd. They've been at this for a number of years, really. And you were part of Tony Evers' cabinet trying to get this thing even off the ground. What were those conversations like? When did they begin
1: well, what's interesting is so it was. I think there was a Supreme Court decision that was a little over three years ago, and that decision pretty much said that sports gaming would no longer be limited to Las Vegas and New Jersey and just a you know Atlantic City, just a couple of those places. And it so it opened the door pretty wide to that. I remember being with the governor uh, in maybe August of twenty, maybe twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. When uh, he signed uh, the uh, the thing with the compact with the Oneida tribe, that really started that they were the first to do this up in Green Bay, and this seventeen million dollar. Uh, investment that the Potawatomi's are making here is very significant, and and I think it's just going to be it, it. It's kind of um, we're starting to see more of this regulated sports gaming. You know, we all know people who do this; they've been doing it for a long time, kind of on the black market or sure. using a bookie. And yeah. you know, now it's the, at the point where it's regulated, and there are ways that the the state is trying to make sure that this is done in the right way. And obviously, you know, with a great corporate partner or, or corporate citizen uh, like Potawatomi, there. They're making an incredible investments in the community all the time. And this is just another reflection of that.
0: How far away do you attract people to come to something like this, the new sports book and, and poker room? What are we talking about? I mean, I can see Chicago for sure, but how far away might people travel to come here to Milwaukee for this?
1: Well, I think the, at Pottawatomie, they keep statistics on where people come from and, and they get some significant uh, from over the border. However, there is this this growth, this huge growth in casinos. So there's a bunch of new ones in the city Chicago there's another new one i think just over the border and that that's part of the discussion that's happening in Wisconsin over you know a, a conversation that's been happening for maybe the last 15 or 20 years right. over whether Kenosha will ever get a casino so there's all of these things and again it was probably the most fascinating i've got a new job now and i love to talk about the new job but one of the most fascinating things about The job that I had with the governor was the relationship with the tribes and the the tribal casinos because we we regulated, the state regulates, takes payments from Uh, the tribes on all those, and it's a state-to-state relationship, you know, because you've got these 11 federally recognized tribes, so it's a very interesting and intriguing thing, uh, that relationship with the state.
0: One other thing we want to ask you about, because this is great, we always like to be at the top of any good list, but two Wisconsin firms topping a regional list of fastest-growing companies. Who are they, and how did they do this?
1: Well, one of them—I I don't know the, the people who run the firms, but, but I have friends who do, and one is I think called Carbless, and these were two uh, food scientists who were on a keto diet several years ago, and they were—they together came up with. Drinks that had no sugar and no carbs. And now they've had this astronomical growth, 7,000% over the last two years. And one of the interesting things, I thought, is they're located in Plymouth. It's not a Milwaukee or Madison. And the other thing that's interesting is, You know, for only about 150 years, we thought innovation in the in the alcohol industry here was just about beer. You know, it was names like Pabst and Miller, and then it was, and then you had a lot of the microbrews, and now you're getting lots of people into the spirits uh, industry. You know, there are friends that I think all of us have here. That just announced a, a product uh, that they're doing. There's a um, at uh, Central Standard Distillery where they're doing it with line and Kugels and they're taking that. You know, they're taking Wisconsin's official drink and putting it in a can. So there's all this innovation happening in this part of the industry, which is great for Wisconsin, but it's also part of our long-term history here.
0: And beer companies recognizing that ready-to-drink cocktails is an explosive growing space in the beverage industry. Anything that's convenient, right? You want to take yeah. it on a boat. You want to take it to the park. But Greg, you You've tried these products from this Carvelus company. Uh, Carvelus is great, right? Uh, they're official partner of the Brewers Radio Network, right? They're they're in the sweets at uh, American Family Field. They're partners here at Good Karma Brands too. But it's it's delicious. It's not overly bubbly. It's not going to eat your esophagus like some of the other stuff does, <laughs> oh, for lack of a better term. Yikes! But they're on that list, and I think for good reason. So yesterday we were talking about Aug Prep North and and what they're doing, the Ramirez family, to try and convert the old Cardinal Stritch College into a, a an educational facility. And I have no doubt they will they will do their absolute best to make mm-hmm. it a pristine place. But it does bring about the question, Joel, higher education in the state of Wisconsin, Cardinal Stritch, a smaller school, not a very big enrollment. They don't really have a, an athletic program to really buoy them. There are no big facilities on campus. There are several universities like that in this state. Are they in jeopardy? What is the future of some of those smaller institutions, private institutions that have deep roots in the state? Well, the the landscape in higher education is changing so
1: quickly, and and I think you know I think you probably have heard discussion of this demographic cliff that's happening. I think it, it it starts to bottom out starting in 2025, but between 2025 and 28. Uh, that like 15% fewer 18 year olds are going to be and you know even potentially going to be college students and this is all a result of the the great recession of 2007 2008 2009 and you can't just like create more 18 year olds you have to they have to have been born 18 years ago so th- they've got demographic challenges there are ideological challenges there are challenges related to cost so All of these things mean a dramatically changing landscape. You know, there are places like in New York and Massachusetts over the last five or six years, each of those places have seen ten colleges close or merge. In Illinois, they've had eight. In Wisconsin, we've seen one. But, you know, just in the last few weeks, Concordia has said, they're, potent- they're going to reimagine a campus that they have in Michigan, and they're going to lay off some people here in Wisconsin, in their campus in Mequon. So I think it's a dramatically changing landscape, and it's not just the privates, but the public universities, too. So we're, we're, we're bound to see
0: more change there, and, and it's going to happen more rapidly than we have seen in the past. Joel Brennan is the president of the Greater Milwaukee Committee. He will join us every Thursday here on Wisconsin's Midday News. Unless there's Brewers baseball, I guess we could talk offline at that point. It's 1153 on WTMJ. Thank you, Joel. Thank you.